This is Alma Wayne Myers, and you're listening to Epilepsy Hell to Epilepsy Well. Why not take care of yourself? Self-care is health care. And after all, no one knows you like you. It has been a really long time since I have needled myself, and man, I miss it. I've just been so stressed out and caught up with everything that, you know, I kind of forgot how to have fun and take care of myself in the ways that I should. I mean, I do my stretching and all my other stuff, but I can't seem to find an acupuncturist in Santa Barbara that wants to help or that I like, whatever the case may be. I don't know. Maybe I'm not looking hard enough. That's probably it. I just don't look anymore. So, needling myself is so cool. I want to help you guys learn how to do it, too. It'd be really cool if you could sit at home and needle yourself and help yourself feel better. That'd be really cool. I've been thinking about doing a class. I don't know. Guys, let me know if that's something you're interested in. Um, Anything's possible. I mean, why not? There's nothing wrong with needling yourself. You just can't needle other people. That's the whole process of getting an acupuncture license so that you are actually safe to understand what can go wrong when you do acupuncture because it is considered minor surgery. And of course, if you're not doing it right, you can hurt and kill people. So you want to make sure you learn how to do it right. And I want to make sure you learn how to do it right, too. So again, let me know if this is something you're interested in. I'll talk about it more maybe sometime later. Maybe I'll even bring it up in the webinar. We'll see. Sunday is such a good day. I mean, I don't know. It's been kind of hard and weird and crazy for a while. But I finally decided to take a Sunday off or as off as I can. Now, Sundays are a day I take care of Glenn by myself. So I don't really have any help in the whole process, and I got to make sure that I don't overload, don't have a seizure, don't have a problem, because there's no one else here to help or to take care of it. And Glenn will suffer without me. And so it was kind of nice today to relax, to stretch, to breathe, some yoga, a little foam roller, a little acupuncture. Man, that was nice. I'm telling you, it's really good to be able to take care of yourself and feel better. So for the most part, I've been trying to stay off of the computer and trying to stay off of my electronics. Although, I've definitely picked my phone up too many times and been on social media a little bit too much here and there. But it's a Sunday, so it's supposed to be a little more fun. So I feel good about what I've done and I got some planning going. I got a, a decent idea about what I want to do for the week. You know, everything's always got a little bit of flexibility and and possibility for some changes. You know, nothing's really set in stone except for the classes I'm interested in doing, some time I want to spend with my girlfriend, and decided probably 2.30 Wednesday. It's going to be a great time to do that live webinar. So I've got a pretty good amount of energy usually. Uh, between that 3 and 5 o'clock time frame. So 2.30 should probably be a good start. And I should be able to like get an energy boost right in the middle of that. So we'll see how that works out. We're going to be doing that on Ma- Mastermind. 
And I'm going to try to get the uh, domain name of epilepsysecrets.com pointed over to where the live webinar is. I'm going to try to have that pointed over as a uh, permanent redirect. It should be really easy to do. But I got a bunch of other stuff to do, too. I got to go in and mastermind and tell them what I'm doing. I think I probably started that process once already, but I got a bunch of projects going around and a bunch of learning and a bunch of jumping around and, you know, since I got a little bit of clarity and thinking about what it is I need to do to go forward, I'm going to go forward. I like that idea because yesterday my door was ajar and, you know, today I see opportunities that are ahead of me, so... It was nice. I actually got that order of the jars that I ordered showed up today. I was, uh, I don't know what I was doing, but you know, the doorbell rang and I went and checked and got the jars. I'm happy. So I'm going to be sending out some jars of some of that really good Tiger Bomb Sucks, Myers Good Cream stuff, whatever it's called. I don't know. Happy days, better days, feel good. I'm, I don't know stuff. It's in a jar. So, anyways, that was lots of fun. Excited about putting that back together and get some labels printed on them and sent out to a few people. So, today, I was really hoping to uh, help out this person. I offered some help. And they didn't show up, but it was all right. I had a great time without them. I sat there in the Zoom room without them recording the whole session of me going over stuff anyways. Because that's what you're supposed to do, right? So it was a really cool, interesting experience. I mean, I, with the question they had, I thought it was pretty easy, but I don't mind. I don't mind helping. I love helping. You always help the people behind you. you help the people ahead of you. You help people. Just make sure that you're not getting used up, thrown away, tossed out in the whole process. Don't let yourself feel like you're worthless. You know, that's not self-care. It really sucks. That's like taking, beating yourself up and just working yourself like a workhorse. I mean, I do that one all the time. I don't know. I oh, I love to be able to take breaks and have fun. And then the problem is with epilepsy, you do a laugh a lot of recovering from epilepsy. And you kind of, you know, if you're not in a good spot, it's really hard to feel better and have fun. And man, it's been going on for so long with all the crazy ups and downs that I seriously... I sometimes not sure like what I'm doing to have fun other than I'm just really excited and passionate about how I'm learning and trying to be able to talk to people because that's really exciting. I mean, you trouble talking to people, you ever be shy and a little anxiety, you ever just stumble and trip on your words or the wrong ones come out or you're angry all the time or... Man, it really matters how you talk to people as much as it matters how you listen to people. And these are both giant skills that get overlooked because a lot of people are busy expressing how they feel without understanding how it can and will affect people around them. I really enjoyed, I probably mentioned these people before, uh, Paul and Stacy Martino were talking about you know, the whole process of getting along and communicating and when you're trying to fix a relationship, it's really about yourself. 
You can't change people. You can't fix people. You can't make them do what you want. I mean, you can bribe them and entice them and, you know, whatnot. But, like, ultimately, like, people do what people do. So, you can't change people, but you can change yourself. And in the process of changing yourself, you can actually be a lot more uh, uplifting. You can be a lot more in the process of helping people feel better about what they're doing instead of making them feel bad about their struggle. So there's a trick for it, you know, and really, we all struggle. I mean, I struggle. I'm sure you struggle. Glenn struggles. He's 98, man. 98 years of struggling. That's awesome. You know, Ina struggles. Well, she puts up with me. That's a big struggle right there. I'm telling you. Living with somebody that's got uncontrolled seizures and you don't know what to do about it. She's an empath too, so she feels for me, but she just doesn't understand that you're not supposed to feel it for other people. I have a lot of empath friends that are kind of that way. It's one of these things I struggle with as well as I understand like what people go through because I've been through a lot and the whole process of suffering and helping other people get through things. I really, really connect on a deep energetic level that gets uncomfortable sometimes. And I was had this one guy that was coming over here. He was a bit of a mama's boy bit of a narcissistic only child drug addict just loud obnoxious stupid i didn't try inviting him over here originally but i got stuck with him when uh, the other guy got arrested because that was his real contact point but i got left cleaning up the mess and i was trying to help this guy out one time he Stubs his toe and he's like screaming bloody murder everywhere because he stubbed his toe. I mean, seriously, I've never seen anybody freaking out so bad over a stubbed toe. But he's freaking out, screaming bloody murder, and his wife's just like ignoring him. Clearly, this is like an event that happens all the time. But, you know, I'm I'm calm. It's a little annoying, but I'm calm and relaxed. I'm like, all right, here, let me help you out. No needles because... You know, you don't need needles to fix everything. You just need to know what you're doing. And that's a lot of fun for me is being able to do stuff and tell people how to do stuff without actually having to put a needle in. And because there's people that are afraid of needles. I don't just do acupuncture. I do oriental medicine. I do body work, massage, twi na, qigong. You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into what acupuncturists do we we do herbs we do nutrition we do diet and exercise and rehabilitation you know as a primary health care provider we're responsible for doing diagnostics we're responsible for paperwork we're responsible for being able to communicate with your other health care providers it's very important to be able to have a team of people that can talk and communicate And then aren't just being like, I don't understand what you're saying. It sounds like nonsense to me. And that's pretty much what happens when people are speaking different languages. I mean, if you ever hear the story of the Tower of Babel, everybody had to stop building the tower because they couldn't communicate anymore. They didn't know 
Hand me that nail. I need that board. That hammer doesn't work anymore. Hey, uh, you know, communication's important. I really enjoy the ability to communicate with y'all a whole lot better than I used to. I appreciate the opportunity for you to listen. So, in the process of remembering, life is a balance. It's a balancing act. You know, it's not really a tightrope walk, and you shouldn't always be walking a fine line. But sometimes we even have to tiptoe through eggshells. And the whole time, you really have to be aware of what it is you're doing, why it is you're doing it, and who it is you're doing it for. I mean, when you're doing things, are you really taking care of yourself? Are you resting? Are you making sure that you have the time that you need before going out and hurting yourself? Or do you just say, hey, look, this needs done and I got to do it anyways? Because I don't know about you. I've done an awful lot of that. I got to get things done and hurting myself. Do you have fun doing that one? I mean, I don't. I've watched other people do it. You know, my dad, for the large time of my life, you know, we all watch him hurt his back and then scream about how his back's hurt. And then he gets high and then screams about being too high and then hurts himself again. And yeah, it's all this crazy cycle of just irresponsibility, much like the other guy that, you know, I was trying to work on him. Man, he was just screaming. Just doesn't make sense. Like, I... I'm in a little bit of pain, and I got to freak out and destroy the whole world around me. So it was really weird. You know, I fixed this guy's leg. It was like 10, 15 minutes. That was it. Really didn't take much at all. And by the end of it, I'm just trying to tear my clothes off and run outside because I want to puke because this guy's energy is some of the worst I've ever had the misfortune of touching. It was vile i mean i already knew this guy was a tweaker and a heroin addict and just a mama's boy narcissistic screw people over kind of guy but nothing quite lets you know like touching somebody and it making you want to puke just because you touched him oh good times so you know things are kind of weird you know when you start developing certain senses and sensitivities and sensory perceptions it's kind of awkward sometimes for some people i have a very good sense of smell which helps uh for the most part in the process of trying to diagnose people and what's going on and you know like today i go in and glenn's kind of got this smell like he hasn't been drinking enough water for a few days so i'm like hey look you really need to drink water i can smell it on your skin you know it's oftentimes like that you know you can smell different things like cancer has a certain smell pregnant women have a certain smell you know periods smell a certain way even ovulation ovulation has a certain smell funny story so i'm doing some ear acupuncture uh, treatments. We're doing a volunteer group deal. Uh, we're probably at the elderly center, and one of the acupuncturists with me. Uh, she happens to be menstruating, 
I mean, not menstruating, excuse me. She's ovulating. Oh, boy, is she ovulating. It, it's like, I don't know. I'm one of my sense of, sense of smells are super intense. So it's super intense when you have incredibly fertile women around ovulating. So I'm in Hollywood, and we're at the center, and this guy... Poor guy. He doesn't... He likes other guys. So he didn't really know about what goes on with the whole women outside of maybe his own mother or sister. But he likes guys. And he's wondering what the hell this smell is that he can't figure out, he can't place, and he's never dealt with before. And... I understand because there's not a lot of people I've had this conversation with, but I was able to explain to him, hey, look, that's actually her. Like, wait, what? And she's she's like, wait, I stink? I smell? I was like, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is not something you would understand because you're a woman and you're not uh, smelling your own pharaohs. So women can smell each other's pharaohs, but she's herself and she's putting off these huge pharaohs that are probably stronger than most people's. And one of those things she doesn't even know, she's in competition with other people. Just she alphas them out. You know, there's a whole process of being aware and unaware. And there's all kinds of things going on that we're just not aware of. So this guy's seriously grossing out because he's like, I explained to him that this is seriously the smell of her ovulating. And it wasn't a smell that was pleasant to him in the first place because he likes the smell of testosterone, you know, not progesterone. So basically when you're ovulating, your progesterone spikes, your body gets a little warmer in the whole process of trying to make your ovaries and your womb and everything all comfortable and ready for you to be pregnant so that means it's sex time and i should probably get off because i don't want to wait no it's not sex time i'm sorry so yeah so but the whole process of getting pregnant and fertile and all that so it really is just a basis between uh, the testosterone in the men and the progesterone in the women so other the time you got the estrogen is what kind of keeps you going along when you're not spiking during the whole being fertile period. So often the times people get hungry, they get premenstrual syndromes, they get all kinds of other stuff. And, you know, I've seen some people suffer horribly and I try to explain to them often that that's something they're eating their diets, the stress, their lack of exercise. Obviously, a lack of exercise has a lot to do with poor diet. One of the huge things is the way that people eat. And if we eat better, we feel better. And another one that's a big one people don't realize is the cold. There's constantly people sitting out in the cold, getting sitting on their butts on the ground. And this cold is just seeping up into your uterus and it's just making it a whole lot harder for you to be able to have a smooth blood flow because the cold restricts your blood vessels and 
In Chinese medicine, we say that when the blood doesn't move, it causes sharp, stabbing pain. That sounds like menstrual pain every time I talk to somebody. Incredibly sharp, stabby, uncomfortable, bloating. Man, I don't want to go through this. I'm pretty, pretty grateful to be a guy. So thank you, women, for being women. Thank you, guys, for being guys. And all you in between, thank you for being in between. I don't know what to really think about this whole um, the process. I appreciate that people get to be the best versions of themselves. And if you do whatever it is you think to be the best version of yourself. I mean, I'm kind of curious. I should ask my uh, brother about that and this whole process of becoming my brother for my sister. Like how... The whole period thing has gone on. I haven't really talked to him about that. You know, I know he's doing uh, testosterone and some other stuff to kind of help facilitate the change and all. But all in all, I haven't really sat down and discussed like what's going on with them and how everything's going. Uh, sadly, my whole family doesn't talk a whole lot. I mean, we don't hate each other. Totally, totally awesome. He's actually up there. My dad went up there, so I'm a little, little worried for him. But hopefully my dad doesn't ruin his life, too, because he's already stressed out because his mom went crazy. She's another one of these crazy Mormon moms um, like mine, but maybe crazier because she actually tried killing him. Like, went after him, killing him because he wanted to become a man instead of being a woman. And if she just was going to kill him. Wasn't gonna let him make that choice. I'd rather, rather him be dead than consider that he could make his own choices and be whoever he wants. You know, there's a a meme I have on my Instagram. I post it periodically. It's one of my favorites. I probably found it on Facebook back in two thousand and. Oh, 15 or before. I mean, when I got sick or somewhere in that range. But, man, it's one of my favorites. And it says, they said I could become anything. So I became a disappointment. So I love to disappoint people when they think that I'm going to fail. I love to disappoint people when they think that there's a reason to break me or that I'm going to cry. Like I'll cry, I don't mind. But it doesn't mean anything. I love disappointing people when they think that I'm going to be mad or angry at them because they're struggling. I mean, that's a good one. I actually love being here for people and trying to help them find answers. Because, man, <laughs> you guys ever just try to talk to your friends about the relationship problem you're having and they just end up hating the person you're dating instead of helping you with the relationship problems i mean that's kind of been the story of talking to my friends and family i don't know do you guys have that same problem they all want to beat up your partner instead of helping you guys realize it's a process of growing up and learning and communicating hopefully I mean, if you're not learning and growing and communicating, it's a really bad relationship. I highly recommend you get out of it and find somebody that does actually want to match your world. Because, you know, the teaming, the pairing, having a partner, 
it's a whole lot better than having somebody that's controlling and telling you what you can and can't do because we're all human beings we have our rights you know if somebody is you know using you for pleasure and you're not getting pleasure that's hedonism you know that's you know basically I don't have nothing to do with you, which is horrible. You're in a narcissistic, abusive situation, and you should get the hell out of it. So I know about these because I have a narcissistic mother. I have a narcissistic father. I think I have narcissistic grandparents, I'm pretty sure. Um, you know, what they say, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So as a defense, my brother Michael and I, uh, learn to be sociopaths instead of codependent narcissists. <laughs> so uh, I always tell everybody I'm an empath with narciss- narcissistic tendencies. Um, I think that's kind of the whole fight or flight. You When you need a fight, you just kind of shut down the empath part. But for the most part, uh, you know, you got to be a little bit of everything you got to find balance. It's kind of my whole thing. I was talking with somebody else on Instagram about diets. They're saying they're using a modified Atkins diet for their epilepsy. And I said, I totally agree with you. You know, my experience, you know, for the last several decades of playing with my own diet and figuring out what works best, you know, being a meat-eating vegan and being a carb-eating keto, I mean, you never want to just cut absolutely everything out of your diet you want to make sure you have balance so that you can feel good so that you get the nutrients you need and so you don't strain your body because for the most part you need a rainbow you need fibers you know you need to eliminate that coca-cola crap and the simple sugar stuff that comes from candy bars and you know that white sugar you put in your whatever I don't do white sugar. So I'm a huge fan of raw local honey when you can do it. I'm a huge fan of brown sugar. You know, but for the most part, you don't really need to be doing a whole lot of carbs. But you do need the fiber. You do need some simple sugar. Some complex carbohydrates for the most part are ideal in the whole process of helping your brain grow and develop and have the energy that it needs because your brain runs off of carbs and if you're not giving your brain carbs you're not only going to get constipation and be malnourished but your brain is going to have problems so you might be okay for now you might be okay for a minute but all in all the problem with when you start doing things wrong eventually it's gonna catch up so i hope at some point these doctors catch up and stop giving bad advice stop giving fad advice and actually do the research and understanding behind nutrition and the human body not just hey i heard this works you should kill yourself on it because everybody's the same because we're not I'm telling you if you are like me and you're the one in three that is drug resistant and you're looking to the left and that guy's on drugs and he's happy and you're looking to the right 
and that guy's on drugs and he's happy and you're stuck in the middle going i still need answers and all they can do is tell you you should do drugs i don't know about you but i remember the dare program and it was all about not doing drugs not doing things that are gonna hurt you so i mean i played with drugs in my 20s Probably a lot more than I should have, but I waited until I was an adult. So I didn't mess up my child brain, for sure. I had enough trauma going on, but I hung out with a lot of people that did drugs. So, you know, when I got back from the army, I kind of got back to some of the people that had gotten a little further down that rabbit hole than I ever really should have gone. But everything is a learning and growing experience. And that's how we discover self-care, how to take care of ourselves, and (laughs) how to make the day a whole lot better for not just ourselves, but the people around us by trying to say nice things, trying to find a ways to use our words that doesn't seem like we're putting people down or bullying them. Because all we really need is a hug at the end of the day. And, you know, everybody likes to be touched. But, you know, ultimately, we just need some community, some companionship, some friendship, and to get along without having all the problems. You know, it's really nice to be heard sometimes. It's really nice to have somebody validate what you're going through and the fact that you're going through it without telling you, ah, don't worry, everybody has problems. Because it's true, But that doesn't make your problems any less real. It doesn't make them any less hard. The truth is we do all have problems. And some of us have better tools for getting through them. And some of us have abusive people that don't allow us to use those tools. And then others just completely have never learned how to do anything don't know how to cook for themselves. I mean, it's pretty rough the way that growing up without the proper adult supervision and the proper guidance to give you the skills that you need to survive in the world without your parents. Because at some point, everybody in your life that you depend on isn't going to be there. And you're going to have to know how to do stuff without them. It's like right now, I don't have contact lenses. It would actually really help me if I did. You know, my dad was responsible for that. He made himself kind of responsible, asked him for help ordering, and he just ordered them, and he kept ordering them. And I can't order any right now because he's not talking to me, and I don't know how to do any of that. So hopefully, Ina's going to go kick up my uh, prescription tomorrow, assuming it's still good. So I can order some more um, and not have to worry about depending upon people that decide to threaten to kill me because I asked them to stop smoking in the house because we have no fire insurance for cigarettes. It specifically says no smoking cigarettes in the house. This isn't his house. He didn't pay rent. Made a big giant mess. Never followed through with any of his promises. And... That was not self-care. You know, just sitting there being miserable, not letting his maid help, but demanding the rest of us 
have a pity party for him while he's all drugged out, going through a bunch of bullshit. So I hope you guys are having a much, much better week. Hope you guys have a wonderful Monday tomorrow. Get yourselves up. Get yourself wonderful rest, some breakfast, move around. Make sure you take the time that you need before you start putting your brain to the grind. And, you know, make sure you know what you need to get done. You know, it, it sure does help when you got yourself a plan. So we're going to talk to you guys tomorrow. Have yourself a wonderful evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you're at. Take care of yourself. Love you all. Talk to you next time.